Devin and Cornelius. I need pen. Right. I'm not sure you're going to need a pen today. What I'm inviting you to is. Ready. What's that? I like to have one ready. Okay. And what I'm inviting you all to is, is something where it's there's a bit more movement where we might not need a pen because. I want us to go on a trampoline together. To jump on a trampoline from the last space we shared, most of us together, um, where we, we were with you, with your question, Cornelius, about um, staying in practice or the two questions that you brought. And I, 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 like it worked in me and I have the sense it worked in others as well. So I wanna take that um, that movement or that, that movement that, that comes from the last space and like look at it from, from a meta level and go into a practice from that space and see where that gets us when we jump from that space. So what, what, what worked in me was this curiosity and question of somehow sense this gold in, in, in how, how the last space went. And, and the goal that I see is, is in and the question, like the question that Cornelius brought in and, and how it played out in the space. Like how, how does each one of us avoid radical responsibility in a space? Mm -hmm. That's where I would like to, to like put the magnifying glass on. And, and it's the question of where are the dark sides? Where, where are those spots that um, myself, I, I might not see, or I, I notice it only afterwards, but when I'm in, I'm in. In that place of not not noticing. Um, so so that's where I, where I think there's there's the gold. Um, and so what what I'm taking out of of the last one is the last session or the last practice space is the sense of this. Yeah. So what what's my gremlin doing when when I have gold and I want to give it and I don't find the words to give it or how, how is everybody else hooked as well? And how do we avoid responsibility in jumping in the space with our gremlins consciously? So taking the gremlins to go to a place together instead of what I, what I my impression, what I'm taking away from this last space is this, there um, a certain kind of individualism and then everybody brings their own stuff which seems to be like, okay, I'm going to give something because I want to say it, but it's not really being in connection with the space. So how can I use my gremlin consciously? And how can you use your gremlin consciously? How do you use it consciously to, to shift spaces instead of unconsciously to go into the space that I just want to go now because I have something to say. And then the, the, the flip side is, okay, how do I avoid intimacy with, with the space and with with each one of you, how do you do that? Yeah. So essentially, the question is, how do we connect with the space and and staying connected with ourselves? And, and by looking at that, finding finding the dark spots, like what what do I not do or what do I do unconsciously? And 
I'd also love to hear a bit about how did the space work in you? Like where do um, segments around that? Where did, where did it take you in, in this past week? How did it work in you? I have a big yes to what you're saying, Julia. I, I, um, I, I felt after the last space, what, what you just mentioned that it, it was not really an, uh, I, I didn't really feel we connected between, between us. And it was like a, it was like, a, it was a kind of a battle of arguments and, and it made me sad. And it made me also sad because I, I, I didn't do anything for changing it. So what you said, I, I, I just have a, I have just a big yes. Thank you. I have a proposal that we don't use we sentence in this space because that's a big assumption about the experience of everybody else. So that would be uh, a request actually more than a proposal. It's one of my favorite strategies to stay safe to this weekend. And so thank you. And that um, also makes the, the thing what you're saying kind of unclear or without these sharp edges. And um, I, I want to jump in there that for me, this space last week was um, very important on, on to, to um, they gave me very important impulses to think over the week. And in, I kind of was too slow. I didn't jump in when I realized that um, the connection between us started somehow to fail. So, and that I wished something different in the communication mm. between us. And I'm saying it now because I'm saying what I wish for the communication between us is that it really becomes a, like a ping pong, people relating to the arguments the other person has said and spinning on a vision. Um, and that's what I want to bring in and that's what came up in this week in between that I want to take a stand for that and that I want to go in there and say when I feel that there is too much I and not the weaving coming. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, I had a very, um, I went totally into liquid state after uh, last uh, Friday's meeting. And 
and I, I, I didn't participate. I, and, I, and I didn't find a way to be in. And it reminded me of many times, you know, that I've been in groups that I cannot find the words. And yeah, and, and, and it was actually also a, 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 a trampoline for me, you know, because uh, it was such, I had such a strong reaction after, after the, the meeting last, last Friday that I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting, I'm, I'm leaving everything. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to playing 24 hours, you know, music where you don't have to talk. And I connected with, uh, with this lady. I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting, Julia, that you bring this up because, because I, I, I saw my, the next layer of how I, I withdraw, you know, and how my gremlin uses. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, uses certain kinds of opportunities. And it's especially, especially in the context of, uh, of team meetings. And uh, yeah, and thank you, thank you for uh, for bringing this up again because uh, because yeah, I I wanted to digest this and and to have the opportunity to digest it with with everybody else. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I am angry and I, because I don't understand what you mean, Julia, with lack of connection. And I want you to speak from your own experience what you mean with that. Because I don't have that same experience. I didn't experience a lack of connection. Would you say it? I'd like to say something else before we go there, which is I'm enjoying the company, mostly silent so far, of the six men <clears throat> in the space. And I'm afraid that if this, I need this space to be a practice space and at an at risk kind of invention discovery and um, I'm not interested in allowing in like I'm not giving this I'm not interested to have this space used for a process which I felt very your question might have led into whereas yeah. but I am and I am in, and I don't have a key right now. I don't have the key right yet for digging us into a practice uh, moment together. And so, but I'm, but I am interested in that happening because I have a sense that if this space doesn't feed the people who are on this space, then we will use our time more wisely elsewhere. And I do have other intentions for this space. And Chloe and I have been talking about uh, a shift of the purpose for this space. And this is not the time to talk about it. So I'm not so terribly worried if it, if it crashes and burns because I intend to use it for something else. But still, even tonight, even right now, I'm interested that 
this is an at-risk invention space or co-invention space. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And I would like to do a do-over with my intervention. And <clears throat> is to turn the conversation. So I, I was really inspired when Lee Kumar was holding space for discovery space where there was a client that wanted possibilities for their game, his game world. So I wanna just shift a little bit the orientation of what Julia, you brought in into a discovery space for a client and maybe the client is you. And your, and your discovery question, your discovery question that you care about. There's something that you care about and can we be in practice in discovery about them? That's my proposal. Thank you, I hear that. I feel some fear because I want it to go somewhere else with you. And so I'm thinking maybe that's where I wanna go now. Because what I don't want is, what I don't want is another space last, like last week. That doesn't work for me. So there's my anger um, because I don't want to um, keep discovering. I want to go in. So what I'm offering you is to go into groups, to make this a practice space, to go into groups and to be radically honest about the shadows. So each one gets the chance to say, this is where, where I perceived my shadows and please give me possibilities for practice. Something like that. So that's my offer on the table. And to do that and to practice compassion and giving feedback there. It's like to pull out that which is in the other person as a team. So is there, yeah, that's, that's what I'm offering. That's where I wanna go. And that would mean we split up in, in, a, in a teams of one, two, three, we're 13. So the teams of four, teams of three, teams of three, and then one team of four. Is there, yeah, is there any resistance to that? Yes, Clinton has something. My resistance is unintelligent resistance. Maybe I just don't get, just it, don't yet. get it yet. So, um, so maybe I have a question about in terms of where are our shadows, there's about a thousand, maybe more places that I can look and see. Um, and that it's a big, I mean, what, it's a very big question saying, put your shadows on the table. I mean, I can, so what, okay, what so, is the yeah. purpose? Yeah. Maybe the purpose is to take, as I said, like take the last space as a trampoline. So if, if like Devin, you weren't there, but take, take, your experience from the last space as a trampoline to look at where's my shadow when I navigate space, when I speak in a group space, um, in possibility management spaces. So Devin, you can make it general, more, you don't have to have been here last week. So take your last, make it specific about last week, if you wish, That's, that would be my invitation, make it specific about last week. This is where, this is what happened for me and 
what could I have done differently? You can ask for possibilities. But my, my, so my suggestion is to, to first speak from self because it's so easy to, to get feedback from others without checking in with myself first. So what is it that I, that I noticed? And then, and then the others can, then the team ask question, curious questions about from the, their perspective. And then the, the person speaking can ask for possibilities. So it will be a three-step thing. First speaking from the I, then the team asks curious questions to, to get more light on there. And then, and then the I, the first person speaking, shares or asks for possibilities. Is that clear? Any more clarity on your resistance, Clinton? Any information for the space in there? I've just been in so many spaces since last week. I don't even know what happened last week. I just, I just did two emotional healing processes. I've been all over the world. I don't feel collected. So I don't feel, I don't, I'm not relating to last week. I'm relating to right now. And I don't feel collected in the moment. So this could be just me, but that's where I am right now. So if you throw me into a group of three, I'm going to listen for a while and I, I don't know, either invent something that will be useful or, or I don't know. So that's just what it is right now. Thanks for asking. Okay, thank you. So I care about that and I want to, I want to sort of get you on the trampoline, on the same trampoline so that we're not jumping on different ones. So I'm going to I'm going to add something, and that's for me is last. So it, it doesn't really matter like where in time I am, but this when I'm in a space, I, and there's a question, like, there's a question in the space. My intention is to is to speak to the question, and my gremlin can come in and and make it about me. And then I say, because I have this first impulse, I say what it is. And, and I say, just so that I'm heard, I can, I can do that. And, and I heard, that's what I heard in the space happening last week. That, so I would throw something in the space and, and there's, in my part, there's a part, like an emotional part in me for that. But there's also a valuable thing about putting something in the space. It's like gold. And then what happens with it? So someone puts something in the space in, 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 in re the response to a question. So I put something in space in response to Cornelius' questions. And then it, it's like it, nothing happens with it. Mm. Nothing has to happen with it, but it's like you say something, Clinton, and then what do I do with it? Do I just pretend you haven't said anything and, and talk about my own shit? Or do I, do I, do I take that as the, as the, the movement, the, I'm liking the word, the, the motion on the trampoline to jump to the next? It's like, do I, do I take that as a leverage point, as a, as a point from which I can jump to the next? Or do I have to hold on to my own, that which I have prepared before you spoke? Because I want to say it. And that's what, what my experience was of the last space, that it's about, like, 
connecting like, with what is being said, what is in the space, and then taking it from there. That's, that's the connection factor for me. And, and yeah, I've, I feel fear because I want you all in the space. So, and I, and I, I yeah. Employer, you have something. Yeah, I'm. I would. I would try your experiment of going in groups of three. I want to offer a possibility because I, it. I'm understanding better and better where you're coming from. And it's sort of also related to what Susanne was saying about this uh, weaving into each other. And I have experienced. I mean, and I've read it somewhere, and then I've experienced it. Something called parallel speaking where somebody says something and says something that seems complete, the same person seems say something that seems completely unrelated and say something that seems completely unrelated. And then the fourth thing links them all together. And it's like this, ah, oh. and, and, and so that can also happen in a group. And that's what happened to me last week. So I just want to give you a different experience than what it seems your experience was. And so weaving is, is one way of speaking, parallel speaking is another way. And I'm sure there's even other way of group communication. And I'm, I'm still um, in the, to go into your, the, the, the offer of looking into what happened last week concerning a gremlin. Mm. I thank you for that different perspective. Yeah, thank you. I find this very helpful, Anchoe, because because it means that several traits are weaving in the space. It's not only one trait which is going from there, 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 there. This is really helpful. So, and um, yeah, thank you. <clears throat> okay, and I suggest we jump in. I'll create breakout rooms and let's go for so in total seven minutes per person. And please shift yourselves first from us, from sharing, from the first person starts sharing from their gremlin strategies in spaces. I mean, and if that can be, yeah, anyway, I, I stopped speaking there. And then ask, and then the others switch and, and give, ask curious questions about that. And then the last, and the last bit would be asking for possibilities. No. Okay. 
so do we have a little less time when yes. the groups of three? So we have like five minutes. Yeah. I can measure the time. Okay, thank you. Okay, then I'll start. Um, so what I notice is that I perceive something and then I say it, but somehow I take my energy out of the space. So I, that's my perception that, and then I'm, I'm, I'm struck by the, yeah. Can I make a book? It would really help me if you distinguish between you and your gremlin. Yes. Yeah, my gremlin does that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm talking about my gremlin. So it is my gremlin that takes the inner, it's like the energy out of, so I'd say something, my gremlin makes me like, supports me in saying something, but then at the same time, like diluting the energy, diluting the clarity, diluting the energy to make it less dangerous. And and that I feel sad because it leaves me with this question of, or left me in this question of how do I, how do I do that not being seen? Like, it doesn't really matter whether you see me, but it's this question of how do I not land it in the space? So that, and I, I sniff that's my gremlin doing it. Like, yeah. And it, so, is it okay if we ask question? Yeah, go. Mm, so I'm not getting you. Were, you were trying to say something last week, and it didn't land the way you wanted it, or what you wanted to land had the purpose from your gremlin to destroy the space, like more simply. No, it was more than it didn't land. That it didn't land, and my so my evidence for that is that there wasn't or. No, I'm going to make it really specific. So I invited Cornelius to take radical responsibility for his question. So instead of going into low drama about other trainers being in low drama, to take responsibility for that. So how does he not navigate them into high drama? How does he not stay in connection with them? And I didn't say that clearly. Instead, I made it really vague. And then as soon as his gremlin jumped in and said, but that's not my question, I just let it go. Mm. My gremlin, that's my gremlin trying to stay make me safe, like. So is it your gremlin sabotaging you to say what you actually have to say? Yes, or to, to stay with it, like it's the energy of, yeah, to be more bold and to, and to stay, stay in there as well, to not falter as soon as someone says something, to, like someone comes back with something, like crumbling, it's like, mm -hmm. Oh, someone, oh, he's got something else. Okay, I'm going to just fall back into not being here. I mean, is there, like, what's the, I get the benefit, you know, staying safe. And I get kind of the mechanism of somebody comes back and then you, you go, okay, okay, okay. Like, you don't. Mm, so is, what, is, there, is there a sentence? Is there, like, what's the, there's a gap between, what you, when somebody comes back with something and the moment you withdraw, there's, there's something that happens. Yes, fear, it's fear, an emotional fear of getting it wrong or something or 
not actually like I don't I don't know it anyway something like that not knowing fear of and also fear of reactivity from others it's Yeah, so there's some fear of getting it wrong and of others reacting. It's one minute more. Thank you. I mean, I have a, this is more like the possibility, which is kind of jumping around. Yeah, thing. Right, yeah. But I remember, I mean, it still happens to me. It happens more often than I would want to happen. And then I wake up like, you know, a few hours later, a few days later, and I'm like, why didn't I say that? You know, why didn't I? And, but it, I noticed that it happened less and less because somehow I was, I was practicing. And so there might be emotional healing process, but it's also, I think it has something to do with just dim, like lowering the gap between the moment where you fall asleep and go back and the moment you wake up saying, oh, I just fell back. And, and I think it just, it, it requires certain practice and attention when there's possibly gremlin, um, like, or come back. And, and that and, time will get smaller and smaller, yeah. And also, I don't know, that just comes up for me as a possibility, which is, it also sounds like just empower your flame a little bit with practice. Your, your power flame of, mm -hmm. I mean, I work with that so much, so I'm saying conscious asshole to really, to get to the edge and stay there and train that and then until it's too much and then keep practicing. Yeah, inflame that part. Yeah, thank you. Fine, swap. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. Yeah, thank you. What I notice I, so I don't know about last week, but I have other examples that I would prefer to work with. Mm. It's a, this fear of walking on other people's territory as if, as if there is people have territories and, and like one of the example is like the trainer paths that now there's trainer paths regionals and there's people that that's people's territory. And though, who, who am I to come in, propose something, propose a change, an evolution, make a change? Like, it's not even proposing, it's more like making a change. And what I notice is my gremlin is more trying to talk to the people, get to know what's going on, and like having all this inside information. And instead of just being in the space with everybody and saying, okay, this is it. And... And I, there still is part of me that think, okay, it's smart. It's smart to do it one person at a time. And I can't judge if it's my gremlin that still wants to do it like this, or if it is actually smart, like something like this. And I so, have a question. Yeah. Is, is the it the, uh, talking about the change or what is the it, what you would say in the big circle? Yes, it would be the change. The evolution, ah, okay. how it would be different. Yeah. How okay, it would go differently. And I, and I have a question on Chloe. I, I don't know if you, with what you say, you, it, 
it has to me the, the flavor of an, a manipulation. It, it, it is not clear for me, for me if you declare your intentions or if you try to manipulate people like by one-to-one to, -one to, to, to bring them to a space. And it's, it's not clear with what part you are talking when you say I. I mean, I think it's, it's a fine line with manipulation. You know, if if I say when I speak with individual people, like I just spoke with somebody just before this call and I was really clear about my intention, but I only spoke to one person from that group. But I was really clear about what I wanted to happen, what I wanted, what I wanted, yeah, the thing to happen. So, but I get it that this, this manipulation is like really close and there. And that's what I'm, mm -hmm. I'm asking. But you're also talking about, for example, you and Clinton calling me, talking about the change and then going into the group, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't include that in that situation. Anyway. Okay, because I wouldn't consider that as something no. like that. Okay, just, I'm a little bit liquid. My head is, so thank you. So anyway, I've been called out a few times saying, why don't you call to, why don't you talk to the whole group? Why don't you bring it to the whole group? And my fear, and I don't know how much it's based on evidence is that it's, it takes time for people to go through their liquidness. And when there's a whole group that can be reactive, then the whole proposal is blocked instead of if every person goes through their liquidness. Anyway, this is, this is just my reasoning. So I don't know if it's really, whatever, really important for here. But I, I would yeah. want to have some insight or possibilities how to even do it even differently from one person or the whole group. I mean, one thing you could do is you could just try to experiment to have one have the group and then with with your intention, come into the group and ask, ask the question, hey, I've noticed this. What is going on? And then just ask the question in the whole group so they can come up with something. So about mm -hmm. your purpose, change your purpose into the question for the whole group is something what you could try. Instead of coming with an already fixed solution or evolution. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's links into like really listening to the space. Like you don't have to do it alone and trusting the space and trusting the, the intelligence of the space. You're really using that fear to let yourself fall into the space. Mm. And I want, I, want to add, I want to add that in, in my experience, it, it is on the long term, on, on the long term view, it is like manipulating the space is and not declaring people your intention. I, I don't know if this is... Um, a long-term strategy. So I, what I'm proposing you is declare your intentions and make, the, make it transparent, no matter if it's a, a group or a one-to-one coaching, because that's, I think that's the long-term way for 
sustainable um, relations also. Relations and transformations. Be, and yeah, which would also be just offering your support and offering the clarity and the evolution and trans transformation which can come through you. Okay, five minutes are over. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, I go next. Okay. I take time. I, I, I want to take reference to the last space because the last space for me was made me totally liquid. And I had a similar experience with Cornelius quite at the beginning when, when he shared his, his intentions or his questions. Like after a few minutes, I was like, what's going on in this space? And I didn't, I didn't name it. And I didn't name it because I was like, I, I was in that confusion thing. And I was like, I, I just, I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't even believe what was happening in the space that I, I was, somehow I, I pulled myself out of the space. And I was afraid of jumping in and saying, what is really going on here in the space? So that was my, that was definitely my gremlin going into the confusion box and not, not bringing in the clarity that I wanted to have in the space. That was basically for me the, what happened last uh, last week, and it made me angry and sad. And it was it made me angry and sad because for me it was for me last week was a total gremlin space. I I I I couldn't see any transformation happen and. And um, I, I, I felt angry afterwards about me that I didn't, that that I that I didn't, uh, that I even, I mean, I tried, but it was like a no go. It was like a, it was. It, I, I also didn't feel it didn't land. So I, yeah. <clears throat> You can say more about what happens in you when you create that confusion and when you, what you do so it doesn't land or? I, I, that, that confusion actually started when, because Cornelius talked for quite a while and my confusion started when I started to think maybe everybody else has information I don't have or maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I don't know a lot or what it, it, it happened like I felt like you all are much longer in PM so I, I felt like maybe I'm missing something important and after a while I felt like no oh, it's not missing it's it's just I don't know it's just 
not a transformational space. And I, that, yeah. So when I when I thought that maybe I'm missing something, it it, it felt like the the confusion entered there with that thought. <clears throat> I don't know if that has so much to do with what you just said, but this question is just knocking on my back. And my question is, do you have a specific picture or idea how PM spaces are supposed to be? I have a, I have a, I have a expectation of how a practice space is. And a practice space for me somehow is a transformational space. And what is the picture of a transformational space? That gremlin and, and gremlin are not the center of the space. That's one, one part. And that some kind of transformational work is being done and i didn't feel last week one of one of it was present i i would have also a question which i think it's an interesting question for me at least about like how do we experience space and gremlin is an experiential distinction as as is transformation which is actually a bright principle so that experience and so who can say somebody's experience is wrong? You can't. So, you know, Amba, you have, you declare your story that last week was a gremlin space and I can make a declaration. My declaration was last week was a transformational space. And then the question is who, who's right? You know, it, it's kind of a stupid question in a way. And so then my question it, for me, it comes back to, okay, what is the benefit for me to have to say it's a transformational space, like, am I fooling myself? And what is the benefit for you to say it's a gremlin space? And that would be, that would be interesting to me, that kind of question. Yes, I, I, can, I can give you a short answer to that. And then we change to Sophie Magdalena. For me, the, the answer is, I, I cannot say, I don't want to say, the, the space was not a transformational space for everybody. It was not a transformational space for me. And it is related, it is related to my not bringing myself into the space I wanted, I, 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 I felt a need of. So, I mean, I can also say I missed the transformational space because my gremlin was being in the confusion box. I could say that this way and yes okay thank you that helps thank you okay sophie magdalena uh, yeah i um yes so i i know that what I, I whatever no means is that I sometimes when 
still when I'm angry about something, I my grandmother comes in and smiles when I'm when I'm trying to say that what I'm angry about. And that happens still in spaces and I'm working on it. And um yeah, I I kind of am a very new person in this right now because I, I went through a process today. So I guess my question would be how to handle the smile because everything else right now, I don't know because it's the very, everything is new. So I, yeah, I don't really know. Well, I think, so for me, just from also the train of Germany from last week, it's, you know, the, the anger also could be covering this fear. And, and anyway, last week when we were in a train of path Germany and Clinton was asking you this question, the smile would come, like the laughing would come. So is that what yeah. you're referring to? Yeah. And, and I think this is, it's like a, it's part of the gremlin decontamination or just this distinguishing between you and your gremlin and it's a practice. And I think you, you've been catching yourself. And I think it, I, it would seem to me as a behavior part of the gremlin decontamination. And, and maybe there's a, whatever, there's an emotional healing process behind, but, you know, as you've been through all these liquid state in, 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 emotional healing process, I think it's just the old habit from the nice girl, nice person, smiley Sophia Magdalena. And, you know, it might, it might, you probably would need to go through this liquid state also about your joy. I'm, I'm sure you've been through different liquid state about your joy, but that would be the next step about, you know, the Sophia Magdalena show joy and then and then discovering your real joy. Yeah. Yeah, this is that I have a question how to go to the next step with the joy. Because I, I've done several things, but it's still really I can show now adult joy. I can share it with a lot of with a lot of um I can do it. Let's say that I can do it and it's still difficult. Like it's still something is not, not there yet with my joy. Yeah. I wouldn't really worry about it until you do the really the gremlin decontamination and the child decontamination. And so the joy. Yeah, yeah. Wor work on it, but I really don't worry about it. It took me, you know, and I'm still working on it, but really a couple of years of a lot of, you know, sexual energy, like a bunch of working with my gremlin, everything to even start discovering what joy it really is. And then rediscovering also the humor of my gremlin. I'm gonna close the rooms and then we have a minute. Yeah. Oh. Okay. No. So yeah, I wouldn't make a big deal of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my question is whether there's any like remnants of fear that might bring the smile about. Any insecurity as to fear of the anger being too much or something like that, whether there's some, some remnants of that. 
Yeah, well, what I discovered today in the in my process was that I, I had this character, I was still wearing this character of this dark gremlin queen who is playing the games of throne. And that fits to the question. That was basically what it was happening. And I took off the suit today and Thank you. <laughs> I will see what that leads me to. I don't know. So, but yes, it's it matches this what happened today. Kind of. Oh. <laughs> wow. Would you hear what I said last, Devin? I heard "don't care" was the last thing I heard. I said, and if that's what you're up for, I support you. Don't care if he does not answer. Yes. Again. Keep going. No story. No story. Thank you. So we're back here with a certain motion from where you've just been and and write the motion in as so what what is there what's next so i'm bringing in this picture again of a trampoline and it's a round trampoline so we're jumping on that and yeah anything that needs to be like like that's boiling and burning and needs to come into the space so that we can take the next jump i heard clinton say before that you were thinking about the purpose of this space to to somehow repurpose it or shift it and i want to ask if you would would go with us to that place I repurposed the space I was in with Lee Kumar and Devin. We had a great journey. I am completely capable of repurposing any space I'm in. This is, I am not the space holder tonight, although I refuse to be in a space without also being the space holder. So of course I could do what you said and I'm not, I'm not uh, doing that right now. I will participate, however. Thank you for practicing, Susanna. Not being quiet. I just noticed something useful happened in the last 20 plus minutes. I look around and I look at all the people and there are people lit up. So whatever happened, I don't need to know, but I just notice that a lot of people look way more lit up than they were 20 plus minutes ago. 
and I include myself. Yeah, so how, how, how do you light up? How do you, how do you light up? How does it go? Yeah. I would rather do it than talk about it. So yeah. roll me back in a group with two other people and it will be lit up. Hey, let's have a lit up space. I want to be in the group with Clinton. I want to be lit up. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I need to. <laughs> Clinton wants to be with Clinton. Okay, we can do that. Okay. Can I get two other men? Can we do men's group here, oh, please? Okay. okay, that makes it. Was it oh, an okay. accident that both of the groups were, all of the groups were either all men or all women? Yeah, that Echo did that. Echo did that. Echo in the form of random breakout sessions. Okay, and Vera wants to be with Clinton. Well, if Clinton's having a men-only group, then no. Okay. Not this time. <laughs> Lucky Vera. <laughs> Lucky Clinton. <laughs> oh, wait. I need to recreate the room. Give us Cornelius, will you? Vera, me, and, and, and Cornelius. Vera. <laughs> And then there was someone that wanted. Kumar, you wanted a men's only room? Yes. Okay, I think I have all wishes fulfilled. Anybody else? Thank okay. you. So, so be it. Jump well. Thanks. <laughs>
my question has a purpose is that I'm interested in opening space of practices or meeting with, if I can say that, people that are bigger than me who like who don't know how to hold space for practice space, who don't or who don't have the time or who don't have um, whatever the, the, the clear necessity to create that for others, but I have the necessity for bigger people to meet and practice together. But I might be in spaces where I just, I don't get it. And then I can make any stories about, you know, it was a gremlin space or it was, uh, uh, it was a box space or it was, but I'm, so what, how do I do that? How do you do that? Is your question, how do I stay connected with the space or go, go with the space or? Yeah. Yeah. Even when I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. So I'm at the start of the exploration of that and it's like allowing my, my box to fall apart or to, to be vulnerable with that and not my gremlin strategy would be to hold it together and control it and create stories and when I allow myself to feel the fear of not getting it or the fear of not being heard or the fear of they're not getting what I have to say then um, allowing myself to fall apart with that or my box to fall apart with it and I don't, I don't really know how that goes other than doing it and, and practicing that which part of is, is what I experience in the mage space it's like okay so here I am and I'm, 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 I'm saying so I'm, I'm opening the door to say something and then I can I can go where the space takes me with that willingness to to be there and Chloe are you talking specifically about holding spaces or kind of of being like the uh, the primary space holder, or are you talking about participating in those spaces or both? Yeah, both. I mean, even as a, as a space holder and not not getting where the space goes and still being a space holder, in a way. Yeah, I think after you kind of experiment with Ju with what Julia put on the table, then take off getting it from the list of requirements for holding space or participating in space. Like that getting it doesn't even need to happen at all. And then think of silence as just as valuable a contribution as words. And the quality of your presence, that that's actually probably much bigger than any getting it could possibly Equip, equip you mm -hmm. and that that's that's the treasure you have to offer anyway yeah i mean for example more like last week i was somehow so often i looked at you suzanne and it seems like you were about to say something or something was boiling and I think you only spoke once or, or a couple times last week in the space and 
And there was a part of me that wanted to know what you were going to say. And then as what you said, Jesse, this like this quality of presence. Now I get that I was also being fed by your attention in the space and that your attention in the space and you letting the space being digested through you did something to the space, even if you didn't share every time the digestion like result or something. So I just wanted to say that I noticed that last week. And what I know from my, my Buddhist experience, from being with Buddhist masters, it's their presence which makes everything happen. So I want to, to, to continue with that, what Jesse said, mm -hmm. and what you said about, it's the attention and the presence of them and their love, which makes everything happen. And there can be the, anybody with any matrix in the, in the space, that, that doesn't matter. So there can be any head of state or thousands of people together, that doesn't matter. Their presence is the, really the point and the kindness, the loving kindness. How, would you give me experiments to notice that more or practice it more consciously or, yeah. I have an experiment. That, or do you have, do you have something, Susanna, first? No, no, I'm thinking still. I was going to say um, one thing first, if that's okay, Julia. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, one thing is that the getting it sucks your energy away from presence. Or the especially when you can't get it, and then it's like a, a, a energetic loop that's just draining you of presence. Yeah, and that, that would be my my suggestion for a practice to go into spaces only with your intention, nothing else, no no plan, no concept of where it has to go. It's really simply like holding on fast to your intention, and that's it. Like love, attention, presence, whatever bright principles you choose for that space. Yeah. And maybe invent new ways of speaking. Like there's parallel speaking and there's weaver speaking, but there might be soup making speaking, which is a whole different kind of speech speaking where everybody's making soup together with everything that they say and don't say, you know, and what, <laughs> what kind of story about food. Yeah. And what would you be with flame in your silence, maybe? And, and what was the last thing, Jesse? You, you might actually be the flame mm. in silence. That, that heats it up, well, I, I don't know. But what would that, what would other speaking be? And um, you told me last week, that you, when you go to town, you're living, having a life of stillness right now. And then you go to town and there is some turbulences and everything. And 
the practice would be this to carry the stillness inside into town. Carry this stillness with you, even in the metro station, on the ferry, and so on. I just want to say, sometimes I have this, I can practice that, and then I feel like I'm this silent monk. And I, but, and maybe it's just a step that I can also be speaking and laughing and communicating with stillness. But right now it's like, I, feel I lose it. Like if, I, if I'm speaking or appreciating or like dancing in the supermarket, then I lose also the stillness. So maybe it's just yeah, that's, phases. This, this is what I, what I meant, yeah? To carry the stillness while doing all the things. Yeah, and, and explore tree speaking. Because trees, every tree has a totally different and unique voice that sounds different depending on what moves through it and how, how it's, things move through it. But it has a stillness at the same time. So experiment with tree speaking. Mm. Is it called tune? Tree. 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 Baum sprechen. Ah. Wie ein Baum sprechen. So, but ah. it's me speaking, like, I'm speaking as a tree or I'm speaking to a tree and I'm listening or? Those are both possibilities. Okay. But I was speaking as a tree. Like, it, what is tree speaking? What is the quality of speaking that trees engage in? Because they have they have a recognition of the stillness, yet they still make noise and movement and and commotion and information. That opens up a whole door, a new door for me. It's like choosing different um, could be different characters for speaking, like speaking like a tree, yes, but also for, for tapping into more aliveness, also speaking like a duck, like not using the sound, but the technology that a duck uses to speak or, or a chirping bird, like allowing yourself these different um, idols from like identity speaking from, from nature. So Jesse, if you're a tree, what would you say now?
want to go next? Two meetings ago, I didn't say anything at all in the practice space. And there's an emotional healing process in, in this for me. But, and I recognized that I was scared to say anything and I was scared to not say anything. So I don't want to do the emotional healing process now. I, 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 I feel it, it's there. And I want possibilities on how I can bring the front edge of my presence and not prepare anything and still give to a space with what I say. Like not prepare anything because my tendency is to go to the other side of the kitchen and like whip up a sauce, which may or may not have anything to do with what's being said when, I, when it comes time to, to say, to speak. And I want, to, I want to be at the front edge of my presence and not prepare anything. And then speak as a possibility. So what's the fear which is holding you back? I'm scared of not saying anything and losing my place, kind mm. of fading into nothingness and out of the circle. Mm. And speaking, I'm, I'm scared to say something that is disconnected from what is happening and that doesn't offer value. Or that's somehow self-indulgent and then disconnected from the space. I've experienced all of those things. In terms of experiment, I mean, you said there was an emotional healing process, but in terms of, I don't even know if it's a, more of a practice is, I, I get to live in questions. Like I basically, there's, there's so many things that I don't get and I'm always in this, there is a place that needs evolution and I have trained my attention to put it where it, it needs it needs it, like it needs evolution. And so I come to a space like this and I have my 10, 10 questions inside of me. I don't know them. It's not like I've made a list of them. But I know that I, I come with this question, just like when this space opened, I had a question because I've trained to put my attention of where evolution is needed, whether it's inside of me or in a game world or in a team or in a, in a, in a space. And, and so if you, if you train your attention like this, then you will put it there. And then where your attention goes, your energy goes. And then your, this boiling will come and you'll have, there will always be something but like transformation is one of my bright principles, and I'm a game world builder and so that makes it that that's where my attention goes in terms of where does a game world need a like need evolution because of my lineage I don't know where you would your archetypal lineage needs to put his attention 
but to so do you, do you have you distill your bright principles yeah i would say clarity is the one that comes more okay. most so you might want yeah you might want to read the four enemies website and so you at the it seems then you at this um, one of the enemy is clarity but you need clarity but anyway you're in this search for clarity i mean that's amazing that's because they're there's so much clarity needed and there's so much distinction to be discovered or that have been discovered that you haven't received yet. And so you can put your, you just um, move your attention with the intention of clarity. Yeah. And, and that's where okay. the thing comes out. Cool. I noticed when you say that, I remember back to the last meeting and how I didn't have really much, I, I, I sensed a lack of clarity and abstraction in the space and abstraction can have value. And, but it, there was, a, there was a, a lack of clarity in the, from the very beginning. I wasn't really clear of, about what Cornelius wanted or, or, or was asking. And I didn't, yeah. So, I mean, another thing that it would be for like any other spaces, in a way, it doesn't really matter what other people, what question is other people, unless I'm really doing an emotional healing process and I'm like, I'm serving them, but mostly I'm listening. I decide what I listen for. I'd get to decide what I listen for. And last week I decided to listen for game world building. And the question, if it was a game world building question was how do we not produce trainers that are crystallized, which happens in every game world, in every, like, it's, it's just a thing. So it's not just possibility management. It just happens we are human being and we crystallize. Okay, what are the best technique we have found yet? And that's the question I was answering and I think a few other people were answering last week. And it basically had nothing to do with the German trainers and nothing to do with Cornelius in a way process with that. Yes, he has a process with that, but I was listening for what I wanted to listen to. Okay. I, I, I see now that I also listen for transformation. So I was, I was noticing Cornelius's process and I, I think I was caught between a number of points of reference, like clarity over here, I'm not quite clear as to what's being asked. Cornelius seems to have something going on with this and it's, and it's kind of, fogging up the space in a way like this fogging it's 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 actually I, I sense that it was contributing to the lack of clarity because he didn't have clarity but you 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 so can I'm, have clarity without the questions the question person yeah. having clarity you can choose which clarity you pick basically Got that. and 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 when you're when your your thing your your lineage is about or your your point of evolution is about clarity, so my my suggestion is to bring clarity into the space with the help of your gremlin, cut through with your sword and say, "I don't see clarity. I see fog. Where is the fog coming from?" So my invite invitation is to bring to practice clarity. And then it's also not about Jesse, mm -hmm. about your lineage or your serving service for the space. 
And I think this is so useful in terms of, I mean, I've used what just Susanna said in terms of observing what's going on in groups and what creates fog and how to dismantle different kinds of fogs, whether it comes from an individual, whether it comes from a gremlin group bunching up together, whether it comes from an unspoken division in the group. Like there's so many reasons why there can be fog and your sort of clarity can distinguish the different kind of fogs. And then there's different ways of dismantling it. Dismantling it. And, and just my, my option last week was, for me, I could put, a, put aside Cornelius's process and focus on my question. I didn't need to dismantle it in the space, but it seems like other people would have needed that. Like a few people have needed that. And so, okay. But that's a very cool, I think Patrizio is working on that in terms of, I was really playing for a while with my bright principles and thinking like transform, I am transformation. And for a couple months, I would be, I am transformation. And the other ones would be kind of more in the background. And so I did that with clarity and I did that with transformation. And I also did that with empowerment and not so much with love and possibility, but those are the ones that I, I so much enjoyed being that like in the front, in the front edge and, and see what they had for me and for other people. Are there any reference materials that you sourced in doing that experiment? Or is it just, that's, that's what it is. It's, <laughs> that's it's about that's it. What it is. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is but it's worth, I might write something in the Bright Principle web, website in terms of, yeah, how the experiment goes or instruction for an experiment. Now, this is a cool one. When you combine it with this, uh, especially the, the clarity, when you combine it with these four uh, enemies. Mm -hmm. So you, I am clarity, and then you combine it with this search for clar clarity and getting too much of it. Yeah. So, so I feel that's where I want to go. Mm. Thank you. Cool. How many time have we left, Julia? I don't know. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying five minutes and then we go back into the big space. Okay. And just so you know, Jesse, you, you did it. You know, when we were in silence, you were at the edge of your presence asking, how can I be at the edge of my presence without having to cook up something like in your kitchen, you know, cook up your sauce mm -hmm. over there. You didn't have to come up with something clever like where you were was, was what this, whatever, what enlightened the space. And anyway, especially I think in these kind of practice space of more uh, like where there's no, like it's not like a rage club or work talk or, but even in those spaces, but I, it's, I think it is, um, so precious like kind of like what you said Julia to have those silent space and see what are the questions that are at, at our edge and yeah so anyway just as a point of reference Jesse you did it right then 
I would like to take 10 seconds to speak as a tree again, if you'll give me that. What's thank you in three language? Never heard three language before. Yes, that reminds me of something I heard last last night. My time, we had a feminine PM space, and we discovered we ventured into a, we ventured into a place like pulling in the universe into our core, and we ended up. At the end, make it short, it's like we were breathing. That was it, like breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And that's what it reminds me how, this, how the tree speaks. It's simply being with this movement of in and out. I think of a Mary Oliver poem about trees and the last line is it's simple they say and you too can do this go easy be filled with light and shine thank you I would like to pick up something you said on Chloe before, and I have a question. When I, I come from a strong parent ego state, so I don't have so many questions. I'm used to having answers, and I want to shift that. How can I go? How I, can, can I shift that in me, this habit of have, having answers to letting questions arise. I mean, one thing that, that I've, I've learned with Clinton is we go around and we see this volcano. We live on this volcano and it's like, how did this volcano happen? Like, really? Like, how, how come this volcano is green and the island that we were, the volcano that we were, which is a few hundred kilometers is desert. How is that even possible? And to... And, you know, I have no answers and Clinton has no answers. And, you know, how did the rock come out this way? And why is it this kind of rock here and this kind of rock there? It makes no sense if it's all the same volcano. And so to, 
we kind of live in this I don't know question I don't know yeah questions in a way and for me sometimes it's really frustrating I can feel my box freaking out when Clinton keeps asking those questions that I don't know the answer to and I can feel it's just my this like getting try to get it try to have the right answer in like this all the school and it it really has expanded a lot in me so that could be an experiment mm -hmm. I, I noticed in brazil once we were on the beach and there were these things that looked like they were glowing in the water <laughs> and i was convinced that they were little phosphorescent animals that glowed and i was like trying to figure it out and I was trying to figure it out and I tried and finally I figured out that they were just fish scales. I think someone already, I think you already knew that and Chloe, you were like, no, they're not, someone already knew. And they were just fish scales. And then realize, like knowing what they were just killed it. Yeah. It killed oh, it. Oh yeah. It was so incredible before I figured it out and like my, or I gotta figure it out, gotta get it. And so being in that space was so, there was so much treasure available. Oh, I'm gonna close the rooms and then we still have a few moments. And there's a, there's a, there's a part of the, the on being a trainer website that talks about being in the not knowing. And that might be good to, to take a look at mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Thank you for that question, Susanna, which um, I get a lot out of that question and the possibilities as well. I'll see you over there. Okay. See you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Space. I'm getting out of my car. I have a visitor in my car here. That's a little unpleasant. <laughs> or at least risky. I thought the, I thought the farting contest was over. <laughs> it's, more, it's more than that, my friend. <laughs> it's more than that. <laughs> there are the details. <laughs> Okay. No, no, the imagination is better. <laughs> yes. What a beautiful blue sky. Yeah. Arizona. Arizona. Arizona Spring. Spring. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Sophia Magdalena, you're getting out of Germany soon. Don't worry. We'll get you, we'll get you out of there. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> yes, and I have already information for you, Sophia Magdalena. So. Yeah. so, well, thank you for jumping on the trampoline and exploring those different spaces. 
Well, is, is there anything that needs to be uh, put on before we jump out into the next space? <laughs> thank you, Julia. Thank you. Uh, thank, yeah. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for starting the jump. Yes. Thank you for trampolining us. Mm -hmm. I feel joy of being in this practice space with you and exploring the edges of my bots. I want to say one thing before we go, which is from the the in the first breakout room, it seemed that uh, there, there, there was a possibility that uh, people are in the practice space and, and not practicing or, or that uh, it's not okay to be in practice in the practice space or it's not okay to do it wrong or to make a mess. And uh, in case this is also a part of your strategy uh, that even in the practice space, you're not really allowing yourself to practice. Uh, to have possibilities or to ask for possibilities of how you can create a container for you to make uh, some kind of mess or so or actually to practice to to go to just really go uh, if you need permission you. from yourself and just do it great thank you thank you right i'm taking that to jump into the practice thank you all Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. See you next Bye. Week. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.